It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard on a uh, Wednesday. It's the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, real excited because uh, now we've hit the uh, regionals, or in the case of the boys, the Super Regional, which is basically a pre-regional, regional and a quarterfinal. And that's how it's listed on the MHSA site. I don't know why they do it differently. It's annoying. It is kind of annoying, but it is what it is. The girls play the standard regional, and then they have a separate quarterfinal after Just that. Just like every other sport that the MHSA has team tournaments for. I'm sure the baseball coaches got together, and they decided that there was a reason to do it this way. Probably pitching. <laughs> Everything seems to revolve around pitching and how much you can use a guy. So that's probably why they did it this way. That's well, that would be my guess. I mean, it's gonna it just just moves a problem from one day to a different day. I guess. Yeah, and actually, um, if that if pitching is why wouldn't you play on Tuesday and give yourself an extra day? Uh, that's what I was wondering. So, anyways, I'm glad they didn't though, because it would have been well. It's gonna be kind of hot and muggy today too. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just gonna be a, it's gonna be a warm day. But uh, I'm hoping to see a couple wins tonight between our two games well um i'm i'm gonna sh- should i uh guarantee guarantee to win for for mooney or, or is that like overstepping my bounds i mean go ahead and do it i, I i'm gonna be on the call so i'm gonna try to stay let's say at least there's a chance because it's baseball but yeah Mooney's gonna beat inner city baptist yeah and we'll tell you why after our first break. Yeah, that, 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 that's going to happen. And I've got uh, Richmond and Royal Oak Shrine, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Then we'll get into the ladies who play on Saturday. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow. I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Brady's doing it to me again. He's jumping the gun. Uh, I was just looking at the bracket. I know you were. I'm giving you a hard time. Anyway, Mr. Sunshine. Uh, anyways, um, Mooney tonight against uh, Inner City Baptist. Um, I'm just being an, an honest person here. Uh, Mooney's going to win this game. Yeah, and no disrespect to Inner City Baptist, but they literally were handed a district championship. Yeah, they didn't have to play anybody. Yeah, I don't know if those because teams opted out because of COVID or for whatever reason. There were some districts that had like five teams in it. Then you had districts like that. Uh, we had the same thing in softball, East Point is going to be at Armada this weekend because they didn't have anyone in their district. So they were automatic district champs by, which, the, by the draw. Which, do you put the, the title up on the, in the gym? They probably do, but, yeah, with you on this one, it's, it's like they didn't play anybody, and, and that's the state's fault. Like you say, some districts have extra teams. They could have played somebody. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's because a bunch of teams opted out, but it didn't seem like a lot of teams opted out, and it happened at a lot of different thing places, and and it's not like okay, I could see if it was like uh, a Division One school that like Traverse City St. Francis or something or whatever Traverse City West, whatever one's the big one up there, yeah, and there was no one else for two hours to play, and they're like screw it, you're in the regional because there's no other school your size, but. No, it's a team that East Point could have been in other districts. I'm sure Inner City Baptist could have been in other districts. They they could have, yeah. Even it, just it make it a two-team district. Make them play a game. Yeah. And, and there have been times in the past where there's been two pre-district games. They do it all the time in basketball. Yeah. You see six-team districts all the time. And I'm sure it's frustrating for teams like Croslex or St. Clair that had to play a tough pre-district game and they get bounced to see other teams get handed a district title. Yeah. So, anyways, that, that's what happened for, for that. And, and for inner-city Baptist, the, uh, a similar situation. Um, but, uh, and Mooney cruised through their district as we thought they would. Um, and I th- and I think they're going to cruise into the regional final here. Yeah, there's no reason for me to believe that they won't beat um, Inner City Baptist. Again, the question is, what happens after that? Because I'm, I know Coach Mike Rice. I'm sure he is hyper focused on this game. He knows he has to take it one at a time. But we're not, we don't have to coach the kids, so we can say, yeah, they're going to make it through. And then you look, it's, they would play the winner of Lansing Christian and Lenaway Christian 
Um, Lansing Christian actually reported their scores to the state. They're seven and twenty-five. I couldn't find anything about Adrian Lenaway Christian, but we've been told that I they're a good team. They are. It was. I believe it was them. It might have been. I don't know. I don't know who else it would have been. I thought it was Lenaway Christian was supposed to be the tough one. All I know is Mooney. Uh, they'd be my pick to win the regional here. I mean, just looking, trying to surf. Uh, Plymouth Christian is, his record is twenty six and nine, but besides that, I've seen Mooney play, and I like they have like four deep pitching that they could throw in a regional final, and I think you could make a case for four different kids, if not more. Yeah, and we know they've got the bats to do it. Um, they, they've hit all season. They've scored. Uh, they've actually scored a ridiculous I mean, amount of the, runs. They went toe to toe with. Liggett, who has 13 college baseball kids on their roster, seven of which are playing Division One. Yeah, I'm going to trust that Mooney, who has gone toe-to-toe with the biggest of the big boys in the state, has an opportunity to win this regional and go on to play in a quarterfinal. Which would be on the same day as the regional championship game. So my, my question is, is like after your first game, if you win, do they give you something? That's what I would assume. Like, do you get the trophy after you win the first game? Because on the because MHS- technically the second game is your quarterfinal. Yeah, on the MHSAA site, it listed as regional semifinal today, regional final the first game on Saturday, quarterfinal the second game Saturday. That's, yeah, do you get the trophy then? Like, do you get the ceremony, do you celebrate, and then go, okay, we have to play another game? I would assume... Shouldn't that be the way? Yes, but you also are like, you're also thinking, well, no, I don't want to have to do all that. I don't well, want to celebrate. It's a big, long thing. I don't know. If I'm a coach, I always want to keep my kids focused. I'd be like, give it to us after the next game. Or just it give won't it to mean the as much after the next game if you don't win. Well, even if you do win, you'll be like, ah, oh, who cares about that? We're quarterfinal winners. Right. We're going to a semifinal. Which so is another reason why, why it should be broken up. And it's done dumb, or just say it's one big regional and you only give out four regional championships instead of eight. Yeah, I don't know. The, the I don't make those decisions, and those decisions have been made for me. But anyways, you'll have the Mooney Inner City Baptist game on stream two today um, from Parkway Christian High School, uh, and that's I believe first pitches at four thirty. Yes. And, and what it does for Mooney, and, and again, I know they're not looking at it this way, but they're looking at it this way. He can set up his pitching. He can mm-hmm. go, okay, this is who I can throw today, and this is who I can save for Saturday, and with, with the hopes of playing two games on Saturday. You can kind of line up what you think you want to do. Or you can be able – you're able to – manage it so okay you take care of business you beat this team that again we looked at the record uh, the record we found was what like three and 12 or something again it it wasn't the most reliable source but I don't think it's going to say three and 12 and they're actually like 13 and 10 um but hopefully you don't have you don't have to worry about how many pitches your kid throws because you're over in four innings you're over in three innings that's that's my message. Take care of this team. They they didn't win a district. They were handed a district. Take care of them. Boom. Let's move on to Saturday where we where our real focus is going to be. But we have to get by today, and we have to do it quickly and efficiently. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have a, a quick and efficient game. No, I you think have, I'm have the have opposite. A battle. I think I'm going to see seven innings today <laughs> uh, when Richmond takes on Royal Oak uh, Shrine. Uh, and again, not a lot of information on Shrine. Uh, they're 25 and six, we believe, uh, and they have played some good teams. Uh, they've played some really tough teams, and they've played them all tough. Um, so we expect this to be a good game. Richmond 28 and five, uh, and actually Richmond kind of stumbled the last week of the regular season, and then they got it together again in the uh, mm-hmm. the, the district. And they won the district. Yeah, they got that revenge game on Algonac. Uh, I, I don't know the exact stats, but when I was sitting at the softball field they mu- against K-Pac in the first game, they must have hit four home runs. They were just bombing it out of there. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to assume Hitzelberger maybe on the mound. I don't know. They have a few good arms. But he was the one pitching in the, re- in the district championship game. So, 
I'm going to kind of use that theory to go, okay, he's going to pitch the first game of the regionals and just see where it goes. But, yeah, Richmond's got a lot of talent. I have no idea what Shrine is, but I know Richmond can hit the ball, and I know they can throw the ball. Well, again, you're going to need, obviously, um, they're in a different situation because right off the bat, you're playing a team that you you can't like kind of go, oh, well, I can save this guy. You can't get you, cute you've with it. You've got to go with your A team right away. And that's how it should be. I mean, Mooney's in a special situation. But, no, at this point, I bet you 90% of teams are having to throw their number one guy and get ready for, for a, big, a, a big game. So I'm expecting to see Hitzelberger today. Even if he doesn't start, I'm expecting to see him pitch in this game if they need a second pitcher. Um, and then again, you're, you're going to need your big guys to be big. Davenport's going to have to be a star today. Jackson Jones going to have to be a star today. G, G is going to have to be Rinna. a star today. Rinna is going to have to be a star today. And uh, among others. Among others. Yes. And, and, I, and again, things. I'm assuming Hitzelberger pitches. If not, he's playing another position. He's in the game. Yes. And you just need your, your big-time players to do big-time things because this is a team that has the ability on paper – to be playing into next week. But you got to go through Royal Oak Shrine, who is no slouch. And then on the other side, you are probably playing Hemlock, who's 28 and 4. So, yeah, it's not going to be an easy road. That Hemlock team. What? They're poisonous. <laughs> I knew I could, see, I could see the wheels turning for Come that joke. Come on. I didn't even know you were going to mention them, and I came up with it just like that. Anyway, we could see. Theoretically, a Cass City Richmond regional final. We wouldn't be there for it, but that could happen. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't uh, seen Cass City baseball play this year. I saw the softball team play. What would? Uh, what do you think the quarterfinal shakes out? Uh, as, or I mean, New Lothrop's probably the team they have to go through. They're a baseball juggernaut. Um, they play Mount Morris. I would count them as the favorite to get uh, to the end of Saturday and. Uh, again, I don't know enough about Hemlock or, or Royal Oak Shrine. I mean, I'd like to think Richmond would be the pick because they've been regarded as one of the top five teams at basically any time in Division Three all year long. So I think that's where it kind of shakes out. I would expect a new Lothrop uh, Richmond championship. It also doesn't help when teams don't report their scores so you can't really figure out what they are. Like, oh, no, you're not 4-1. and one. <laughs> So I have You've no idea. You've a little bit more than, than that. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, um, uh, you, you've got uh, Rochester uh, Lutheran Northwest as the site. Five o'clock is first pitch today on stream one for Richmond and Royal Oak. Which hopefully is better than Lutheran North. I'm sure that uh, Rochester Lutheran Northwest will be good. Look, I went up to Oakland Christian, which is mm. basically the same area. Like, I think these schools are only a few miles apart. And Oakland Christian was in a forest with, uh, I mean, it was a beautiful setup. And then I got inside, and it was a grade school gymnasium. <laughs> it, the gym wasn't much bigger than the room we're in right now. Jeez. <laughs> so who knows what you're going to get. Uh, and you're still bitter about that whole Lutheran North experience. And they're hosting a, a, yeah, they're playing a at regional home semifinal for the first today. one. I yeah I don't get that I mean I get it COVID year again the people down there were super nice to me they were awesome I really like thank you for the experience someone go out with the school credit card and buy two hundred dollars <laughs> worth of fertilizer and make your first base straight and you know what you don't need a sewer drain in center field I can deal with the wacky fences. Anyway, uh, do you want to mention Almont before we? Yes, yes, let's do that. Because they're going to have a hell of a time if they want to win a regional title. Notre Dame Prep is a good team. They actually split with Richmond the last week of the regular season. But, again, take that for what it is, the warm-up to districts. I'm assuming you're not playing that it's a must-win game. They're a good team. Almont's a good team. I think that – I think they are kind of what Armado was to Croslex in basketball. Almont, they're not, they don't have the cachet of Richmond baseball who's been to two state finals. 
and everyone was still kind of riding high cross Lex. They were getting a lot of love statewide baseball. They were just kind of quietly a really solid team, finished second in the league, and then they knock off cross Lex the first game of pre-districts, take the district. They're kind of for as good as they are, and we're probably at fault for this too, flying under the radar a little bit. Well, you know, in a small sample size of what I've seen of Elmont, but clutch. Clutch. That's what I can tell you about what I know about Elmont. Well, and I know they, is they hit when they need to get the big hit. They seem to get they the have big a hit. Lot, they have a lot of bats in the lineup. And, and, and pitching-wise, uh, when they're in a jam and they needed the big out, uh, Stein came in. It was it's Stein. Yeah, right? yeah. He he came in and got uh, two big outs against Croslex with the bases loaded in a situation where the Pioneers just score a run. It might put that game away. And Hunsaker, the the guy who started, another really nice pitcher. So they have the pitching to do it. But if they win, they have to play Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Now, Orchard Lake St. Mary's is like ranked number five in the country. They have, I think it's 12 D1 players. Their ace pitcher is committed to Clemson. From what I've heard, he won't even get there. He's going to be a top 10 pick in next year's MLB draft. He's only a junior. He hits 98 on the gun and all this stuff. And all I say to that is it's baseball. It takes one game. The best major league baseball teams of all time lost 50 games. Yeah, you know, he might also wake up that day with a sore arm. Sinus infection. I mean, how often? <laughs> Sunburn. <laughs> it takes one one good pitching performance. Stein, Hunsaker, whoever gets hot, tossing the shutout, only gives up one run. Guess what? I saw we've seen teams get one hit and still win the game. I have seen that this year. You get hit, you get walked. Okay, pass ball moves them over second and third. You don't have a hit. Boom, single up the middle, scores two runs. That, that could be all you need. I, I, I've seen a pitcher strike out four guys in an inning and give up a run. Mm-hmm. So the, <laughs> what my advice would be is, and we say it all the time, don't let the brand intimidate you. Because there have been teams in multiple sports that they're already defeated before they show up. Yeah. They go, oh, it's Country Day. Oh, it's De La Salle. Oh, it's, it's Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Oh, it's Cast Tech. Oh, it's King. No. Don't, don't do that. And we've seen teams not be afraid of that. Look at Marysville when they went down to play King in football. No, they didn't win, but there was a, there was a point in that third quarter of that game where I'm like, if they, if they break one loose, this is a ball game. So don't be yeah, intimidated. You're, you're, you're a play away. But in Elmont's case, b- before we get to Orchard Lake St. Mary's, tough game today with North Dakota. Yes. Europe. And that's another – that's – Yeah. Uh, Take another, care of business. Another game on the radar is Marlette and Harbor Beach. Two rivals will get together there, and Brady pointed out to me uh, that uh, Marlette uh, Harbor Beach winner, in theory, could yes. face Cardinal Mooney in a, what, the state final? The state they championship. Meet? Yeah, so they're on opposite sides of the bracket in D4. Even though they're not – weren't they in a basketball district together? I think so. Or no, they – no, um, Mooney, was, Mooney was always that, was ends up Peck. with the uh, NCTLT. Yeah, it was that like Peck. Okay, but yeah. still, they were in a th- district in the thumb, and now they could play a thumb team for a state title in baseball. Yeah, that, isn't that funny? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's not funny. It, it annoys Brady. Yeah, that one doesn't no annoy way. me. There's other things that do, <laughs> not that one. Okay. We'll talk some softball uh, next, uh, too, because the uh, ladies have uh, their regionals set for Saturday, and they'll play them all in one day. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, let's talk some softball as uh, well. Uh, And I guess uh, we'll talk about the ones we're going to do first and then we'll get in because there's a couple that we won't be covering but are going on and, and we should talk about. But we'll start with you. You'll be in Millington on Saturday. Um, Millington uh, plays somebody in game one. Real quick, before we do that, can I just complain about this again? Yeah, go ahead. More, more bracket tomfoolery. <laughs> so I'm looking just at all the regionals and, and just glancing, and I get to Regional 14 at Country Day. Melvindale is playing Detroit Country Day already in the finals. There were two open districts with no teams in it. So I go, okay, let's see what happened. District 56, not a single team. District 55, one team. 
Melvindale. District 54, not a single team. District 53, four teams in it. <laughs> How, like, okay. And it's in Division Two. And you see things, like, why are there, is there ever a pre-district game in any district, anywhere, if there are districts with not a single team in it? Because well, where could, did those teams go this year? Did everybody just decide they weren't going to play because of COVID? But I could, I could, all, I could forgive this right if now? there was two team districts across the state. Like, okay, you're going to get some blank ones. But the fact that Melvindale just has to be a school and they're in the regional finals is annoying because you see teams like Marine City that have to play Marysville game one. M- Marine City had the talent to possibly win a district title had they not been in a district with Marysville. So they have they lose on the Tuesday before districts really even start, and Melvindale is in the finals. And no fault of them. Hey, they come to me and say, here's a path to the, to the regional finals. You have to win four games to be a state champion instead of, like, nine. Yeah, you take it. But come on, what are we doing here? You have five-team districts, six-team districts, four-team districts all across the state. And you can move them around. At least make them play one game. Just go, okay, you two-team district, one game, district championship. That's better than putting teams in a regional final. Heck, I, like I said to you, I can forgive there being a one-team district so you fill out the regionals. But why, why are we having five, six-team districts somewhere and no team districts somewhere else? Yeah. That is unacceptable. I get your frustration there. Because, again, I see a lot of really good teams that bow out in the first round of pre-district because they're in a loaded five, six-team district. Meanwhile, other teams just sit on their hands for two weeks and they have to win one game and they're regional champs. Anyway, no, you're fine. Earning a regional you're, title, you're you're fine, is what Richmond will have to do, or will have to try to do. Yeah, uh, because Millington has won five straight district titles, and they've been to the state finals what two years straight. Yes, and they're semifinals. The defending champs. Yes, uh, they play Bad Axe. Bad Axe is twenty-five and twelve. I'm sure Bad Axe is a good team. Millington seems to be on another level. I'm pretty sure they've been number one in the coaches' poll from day one to today. They were at least 25-0 and before they lost a game this the, year. The state has them at 32-1. and Yeah, uh, and their one loss is to USA, who's also highly ranked. Yeah, I think they're like number one in D4. Yeah. Um, Richmond plays KPAC. KPAC was – it was nice to see them win a, a district title – I'll tell you this, I don't think they have too much of a chance against Richmond just because I've seen those bats and they they didn't take it to Kenna Bomarito. That would be unfair to her because she got – her defense didn't help her out the entire game. But that's a really good pitcher that I won't say got hit around but wasn't fooling a lot of bats. Let's put it that way. And I, I, I don't know how this wouldn't be um, Richmond bad at, or Richmond Millington final. And Richmond, for the first time this year, is probably the underdog. I would think that those are fair statements. But, again, Howard Stewart being Howard Stewart, he, he's got that bag of magic. Um, and Richmond is uh, also a team that has gotten there. Um, it's a few years now, probably more years than I would care to admit. But, you know, they've been to the finals back-to-back times. The, he knows what it takes. And I, I know he'll have his girls prepared. But I've seen Millington in 2019. I don't know how many girls from that team are playing for this team. But clearly, they haven't lost much. Um, uh, because Millington, uh, I saw them in the quarterfinal against uh, Marine City, and Marine City had a good team, uh, and Millington made them look like they weren't a good team. Yeah, I mean, we talk in football, the term we like to use is buzzsaw. Yeah, they were a buzzsaw. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing I will say about Richmond. I'm going to assume that 
Shea Van Scooter is going to be pitching should they make the finals against Millington. Because I trust Piper Clark against K-Pack. She's still a very good pitcher. But I'm, ta- I'm just saying, any team that has a Shea Van Scooter pitching, especially in softball, where pitching can absolutely take over, they have a chance in any game against any team they play. I saw her strike out 17 Algonac Muskrats. Dennis, you saw Algonac absolutely bomb the ball and destroy it all year long. Yeah, yeah. Al- Algonac is a good team, and they can hit. Out of the four outs that weren't strikeouts, two of them were on the bases. So only two Algonac batters came up and made an out that wasn't a strikeout. Think about that. Against a really, really good team. Now, I know Millington's better than Algonac, and no disrespect to the Muskrats, but their resume speaks for itself. They're going to need to hit, but again, they need to get past K-Pack. Millington's going to be the team that they need to beat in the regionals. And yeah, as, as crazy as it sounds, it would be an upset if Richmond knocked off Millington. Do I think there's more than a puncher's chance for them to do that? Absolutely. I'm just uh, – because I I don't have every Millington game. They're 32-1. and I have 25 of their scores. Only twice in those 25 games did they allow a team to score more than two runs. 12 shutouts, nine one-run games, a couple of two-run games, and two games where they gave up five runs. They beat Ithaca 6-5, and they beat North Branch in uh, the first game of a doubleheader – 10-5. 10-5. to 5. And North, well, North Branch can hit. We saw them. And hit. North Branch got shut out in the second game, 10 nothing. <laughs> so, and Ithaca was held to one run in the second game of their doubleheader. So, jeez. I'm uh, trying to see if I can get all their scores up right now. Yeah, so, but uh, they, they've got at least 12 shutouts this season. That's dominant pitching in a, in a season where offense has been the story. Right. And where, where when we talk about the, the next game, offense is the story. Um, b- because uh, when, when we get to uh, Marysville, Notre Dame prep, I don't know what to expect at Armada on Saturday. I actually think it's calmed down a little bit. But I think the pitchers in, have. In, in the case of where I was at on Saturday, the wind was, was blowing in at 20 miles an hour. Uh, you, you weren't going to hit one out. Well, Otherwise, I think, I think you Marysville said, hits a few out. Yeah. I think you said they, were, they would have had five home runs between their two games. I think so. The, the, they, they hit a lot of doubles that I think the wind knocked down short of the fence. Yeah. So they, like you said, offense is, I can't pull up Millington scores. They're really good. But I know Richmond's really good, too. Um, they're the underdog. But like I said, they have more than a puncher's chance in this one. Anyway. Offense, offense, offense is the name of the game that Armada between Marysville and Notre Dame Prep. That, that's what it looks like on paper here. We, we've been told that Notre Dame Prep's got uh, two girls at the top of the batting order mm-hmm. who have hit 20 home runs each this year. Or, yeah, combined for 40. Yeah. Um, Jordan Smith is one of them. Yeah, their catcher is going to Central Michigan. So we have a little bit of a scouting report. Well, I was just reading, like, uh, they have a very nice website, and they've got little um, game recaps. uh, And seven names just kept repeating themselves throughout these recaps that I was going uh, through. Jordan Smith, Megan Orlowski, Ella Easterwood, Elena Schwegman, and uh, Amanda Roth were the the people who constantly hit in every single game that they played. Then uh, there was a freshman named uh, Ryan Simmons who not only hit Brady, but she pitches a lot, along with uh, Annie uh, Wachowiak, who's also a a freshman. In fact, Wachowiak got the win against Armada in relief in the district championship game. So here's the thing, though. Like, yeah, those numbers pop up and those names keep popping up. But we – and, again, this is faulty logic at best (laughs) to use to try to determine a game. And 
we and in high school we kind of have to do this more than I like to do, just so we have a reference point. Because no, we it's not like the NFL or high school or, or I mean or college where you can watch all these teams. But using the transitive property, where you go, okay, well Notre Dame preps had some common opponents with Marysville. That leads you to believe that maybe the Vikings have a little bit of an edge here. Yeah, I, I was going to get to that next, but no, you, go ahead. You go ahead. Okay, I, I just looked at like not just even common opponents, but like teams around here that that we would know something about. So the, they they played four games against Macomb area conference teams, and they went three and one against those teams. One of those teams was Frazier, who they beat six to five. And Marysville beat Frazier twice this year. No, they, no, they lost. No, that they was the one. That was the one nothing. One to nothing. But they they beat them pretty good the second yeah. second time. We think yeah, that one nothing game was an anomaly. Yeah, that that was on a really cold cold day. Uh, they had two wins over Mott, who wasn't very good this no. year. Uh, all right, so against the BWAC, and they played quite a bit against the BWAC. Actually, they played seven games. Uh, their game on uh, Saturday against Armada was actually the third time the teams had played this year. They split a doubleheader earlier in the year. Um, they lost doubleheaders, were swept by North Branch and by Imlay City. Uh, and, I've again, Marysville played Imlay City uh, at their place in, in a tournament and won 16-4. Yeah. Now, again, I, I don't want to – you know, that was one afternoon – it was the third game yeah. of the day for both teams. Um, it it is what it is. But they went two and five against BWAC teams, and and I look at it and go, if Marysville were in the BWAC, where would they finish? And and I think they would finish near the top of the league. I don't know if they win the league because again, you got Richmond in there, you've got uh, Elginac in just there, a gauntlet. and it's a and. Teams that, that hit, but you, you have to say that Marysville will have a chance. Oh, yeah. Certainly. And, and, and we've been saying all year that we don't feel like Marysville has gotten the love outside the area. They may have they started to get deserve. a little bit at the end, um, but no, it's – I think Marysville is – it's going to be a tough one. But I will say this, the winner of this game – should be the regional champions because center line is going to play three innings against East Point who, oh, geez, didn't have to win a game to get there. <laughs> so, you know, they're battle-tested. Um, and center line, and Centerline had a great season. In a bad league. In a bad league. They yeah. were, what, in the silver, I think? Yeah. And, and there is silver no bronze this year in softball. Let me just double-check to make sure. Oh, uh, make sure our facts are straight. Um they were okay in the gold. They went twelve and zero, twenty six and two. But those two losses were to Armada, and not one was close. The other was not. So, I think the one game was seventeen to nothing. Yeah, a three inning affair. Uh, so I, I am gonna pick whoever wins between Marysville and Notre Dame Prep to take the regional. And I, I mentioned this before. I think it's funny. The farther Marysville goes in the playoffs, the closer they get to home. Because they started off all the way out in Yale. Now the regional is, is, what, slightly closer in Armada. And, hey, we complained about it, so we have to get a little love. The quarterfinal at SC4. Which is in Marysville. Yes. <laughs> Which is across the street from Marysville. Basically so, from what, the Linwood? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Now it's uh, Marysville Park now. So oh, okay. So yeah, right across the street from the high school. So, yeah, we can take that one on the chin if Marysville plays in it because you know some team's going to come from somewhere else and go, that's the friggin' high school. Yep. And we're playing here? Yep. Yeah. So I'll just move it across the street to the high school. <laughs> no, that, that field at Marysville Park's nice. Yeah, I know. Is really nice, but they have to get there first, and they have to get past Notre Dame prep. If I again on on paper, I'm thinking offense, offense, offense. But like, I also want to say this: Kirsten Smith is really been pitching well down the stretch. She's been pitching determined. She's like been tough to hit, and yeah, when she does something like she walks a hitter, she get I'll say it: she gets pissed off, and like just tries to destroy the next hitter yes like you can just tell she is in attack mode i've seen very few pitchers 
go with that. I'd say, I mean, Shavan Scooter on Saturday was in attack mode. Um, Maceo Miller I've seen go in attack mode and just go, you're not touching me. You can, you can stand in the box. Go ahead. You're not, you're not hitting this. And, yeah, Kirsten Smith it, it seems to do that every single game, just comes with that just bulldog mentality. And I wouldn't want to face her. And in a regional semifinal game, I'm going to assume she gets the first start with those big bats. Yeah. And my sample size now for the Vikings isn't that small anymore. I've seen them 12, 13 times now. And I think I've seen them eight. Their worst game, their worst game was an 8 nothing well, win. Well, okay, I've saw, I've saw their uh, 3-2 to two loss to Marine City, which was their worst game, and the bats went cold. That's one of their two big anomalies. Um, I saw that. Well, see, the Saturday games I never put as much stock in because, okay, there's so many factors that you never, ever have to deal with. It's just to get more games in, and there's nothing wrong with them, but for our purposes and trying to figure out where they stand and how good they, their true talent is, those Saturday games, like we mentioned, even playing Emily City, third game in three day, or third game of the day, you know, both teams probably don't have their A lineup out. I don't remember who even played in that game, and it was so long ago that you kind of go, okay, I can use those as a reference point. I mean, we mentioned it when St. Clair played Marysville. That was a 3-2 to two game that Marysville needed a walk-off and actually to come back in. And then in the district finals, they took care of business. Well, I mean, yeah, the, I just, again, I've seen them score under 10 runs once this season. Once. And they scored eight the day that they didn't get 10. Um, I, I, I just watched them win a district – 34 to nothing in three wins and they beat Marine City and St. Clair in two of those three games. Yeah, and I think the thing that helps them is and I know you like to jab him for it, but Coach Rathji's kind of calm demeanor and taking it one step at a time. Think that's kind of rubbed off on the girls and they know that hey, don't get ahead of yourselves. You can lose at one time and it's done like that. You have one bad inning, and what could have been a magical season is now just over. But, and they're just – they're solid. They're solid. They, uh, uh, again, they catch the ball. For the most part, they catch the ball. They're, they're solid up the middle. Kane, outstanding in center field. West Miller and Winston at second and short. They catch everything. They make good throws. You're strong behind the plate with Anna Oles. Smith is pitching lights out. You, you've got a, a, what, a freshman playing third base for you? Walters has been great. You got Callie Perrin over at first. Mm-hmm. Where, where is the weakness on this team? Their corner outfielders are strong. They're fast, too. Yep. Like, like you get – I mean, Woodard is – Woodard is like a second center fielder. Yes. Yeah. And she's a – yeah, we talk about it all the time. She's a very nice piece to have. And, and um, Lenarski, in the games that I have seen, has been terrific. So they have a, a solid number two pitcher. Um, and she's actually – she hits the ball hard, too, uh, when, when I see uh, Marysville play. And, again, I, I don't have a small sample size. I, I have a pretty I've, – I've seen about half of their games. Yeah. I mean, I think we've seen probably close to 60 to 70% of their games this year. So now it's impressive. Notre Dame prep. 16 district titles, uh, three regional championships, but uh, I don't think Marysville is going to be intimidated by that. History doesn't mean anything when you step on the field. Who cares? Who cares if they won a district title in 2010? That has zero bearing on the game. And I know maybe Notre Dame Prep's kind of a brand. I don't think it is. I think that Marysville, if they go in and they play their game, They'll be getting ready for a game at SC4 next week. So this will probably end up being one to nothing, but on paper it looks like it should be eleven to ten at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, at any rate, I I think it's going to be uh, fun on uh, Saturday. And and I'm with you. Uh, no, no disrespect to Centerline, who I think has a really good team this year, and they did really well and they took care of business. I think the winner of this game 
will be the favorite in the the regional championship game. Yeah. A um, couple other uh, games going on. Um, Imlay City will play Linden. Uh, don't want to forget that the Lady Spartans won a uh, – Which they win their regional. We have an Imlay City-Marysville quarterfinal. Yeah, the, you have that possibility that Marysville and Imlay City could meet uh, in the quarterfinal. So go Imlay City, go Marysville, because then that would guarantee that a team from the area is going to the semifinals. I mean, once you get to a quarterfinal, I think it's kind of like all bets are off. Like, everyone's a good team. It's baseball. It's softball. One game. Yeah. You get to the quarterfinal. That's when you're just like, all right, we just need a couple bounces. And next thing you know, you're at Michigan State. Uh, and then I'm going to say this. They're playing the, uh, the regional championship game first. <laughs> when Anchor Bay plays Dakota. Oh, yeah. Because the winner of that game is going to win the regional. Yes. And those are the two best teams there, and it's a shame that they have to play in the first game. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's all I'm going to say about uh, that one. Um, we do have some soccer to uh, talk about. We'll do that uh, after we uh, come out of the uh, break here uh, and uh, wrap up the podcast in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, 
and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Mary's or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, time for some soccer talk. Yay. Ole, 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 ole. Uh, anyways. Oh, here, you Do just, you want me to produce an intro for soccer talk? You should. We're a little late on yeah. it as we're getting late into the season, uh, and we're down to two area teams remaining. But congratulations to uh, Anchor Bay, who beat Troy 1-0 yesterday to advance to the regional final tomorrow against Troy Athens. Uh, St. Clair, despite a lightning delay in their match, they were up 2-0 in the first half, uh, and they had to stop for lightning. Uh, they beat Clio 6-1 to was the final score in that one. And the uh, Saints advance and will play Bloomfield uh, Hills Marion uh, in the uh, regional final uh, tomorrow. Uh, and Cardinal Mooney's season came to a close with a 5-2 loss to Badax in a regional semifinal yesterday. But uh, congratulations uh, to uh, the uh, Cardinals for uh, making it uh, out of the district. And uh, good luck to the uh, Lady Tars and Lady Saints as they play regional finals and try to advance to the quarterfinal stage in girls' Big soccer game. in the state. Big game for them. I like it. I, I like soccer. I wish it were a little more our format friendly. Yes. It's a little tough to do when you don't have, like, video. And you also don't know a lot about it. I know a lot about it. Do you? Yeah. I didn't know you were a big soccer guy. I played. You did? Oh, that's right. You did play. I played growing up. I had to. Uh, my my neighborhood, all the kids played. And if you didn't play, you were alone on game days. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody on my street played. Uh, it was crazy. But I had a lot of Mancinis and Maniachis. And I will say, <laughs> um, I don't think we talked about it last podcast, but for the Richmond Algonac District Final, it was one of the first times this year that it felt normal. Like there was a huge crowd, people were into it, it had that big game feel, and it felt good to have a game like that. I don't know what your crowd was like or your atmosphere, but my Oh, it, the the Marysville St. Clair game was packed. Good. Yeah. I mean, you had people too that set up the tents in the outfield, behind the uh, the outfield fences, mm-hmm. and and we're out there all day. So yeah, uh, it, it it felt like uh, the postseason is supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. And and those were the districts. Yeah. What what are the regionals going to be like? Yeah. Well, we'll find out at least what the pre or the pre regional regional semifinals because the regional finals are on the same day as the quarterfinals for baseball tonight. And I have Mooney versus Allen Park Inner City Baptist, who was just gifted a district title. And you are going to see Richmond play. Richmond, Royal Oak, uh, Shrine, two teams that have combined to win at least 53 games this year. That's a lot of wins. 53-11, and 11, the combined record, based on I, the information we have. I think you'll see a really good game. I do, too. I just hope I can find Rochester Lutheran Northwest. Go to Oakland University. It's, like, not far from it. Yeah. Well, Oakland University is bigger than you think. Um, and I, when I went out to, again, Oakland Christian is where I went for the Mooney Girls yeah. regional basketball game. And I got to Oakland University and thought I was close. And I saw most of Oakland University before I got to where I was going. So <laughs> I'll get there, but I'm going to probably leave – uh, an hour or two from now to make sure. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, I'm going to be right by um, – what is what is the concert hall called now? Uh, well, it's not called Freedom Hill anymore. It's whatever they call Freedom Hill now. Yeah. But, yeah, it, the Parkway Christian's like 
right next to Freedom Hill. That's my old stomping grounds, kind of. You're you're only um, three mile roads away from where I grew up. All right, because I grew up 13 mile, and you'll be on 16. It's not too far of a drive. I was 13 in Shaner. You'll be at 16 in Shaner. All right. You'll be right by Sterling Heights High School. That's yeah. only a couple streets over. Yeah, so. 15-mile road's like a weird street. It kind of diagonals for a little while. Does it? Yeah. It was it, it, it was the weird street. It was the street we didn't talk about much. <laughs> 13, 14, 16. We just skipped over 15. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We'll be back Friday. Hopefully we'll have uh, two victories, well, three victories tonight, including Almont. Good luck to the Raiders as well against Notre Dame Prep. Yep. Hopefully that they're not – well, one area team's had luck against Notre Dame Prep in the postseason back in basketball when Crosslex beat them. Hopefully that trend continues. There you go. All right. Uh, and then we'll be back on Friday to recap what we saw today and, again, get you set for uh, what we're going to see on the weekend. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.